True to You Radio. Hope, harmony, health, honest. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way. You just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. My name is Katherine Erickson, and you can find out more about me at my website, which is katherineerickson.com. Hope to see you there. Today, we have a very special guest. Anne Miner is a uh, individual that I met through a mutual group and she is in Canada and has a different perspective on women leaders and entrepreneurs and that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to get into that a bit more Anne is also an author speaker entrepreneur and visionary leader she sees a better way and she loves bringing it to life she's also the president of the Dunn vegan group and she champions the voice of the consumer. And thank you so much for being on the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure, Catherine. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, and I'm really fascinated with the whole women in leadership uh, topic. Can you give us just a real quick background on how you got involved in that and why you're so passionate about it? Absolutely. So, bit of background. I mean, it was after all the last century when I entered the workforce myself. And, you know, I'm part of that generation that was breaking barriers and doing things for the first time and feminists, moving women forward. And in the corporate world, I found that I wasn't a very good fit because I really did expect that I would be treated the same as any male person was treated. And in the early days of my career, I learned that I was being paid one third less than the guys who were hired on the very same day as me to do the exact same job. Mm. <laughs> now, in those days, it was uh, company policy that you were forbidden to speak about your compensation. 
mm-hmm. with your coworkers. So in order to find that out, of course, we had breached company policy. Nevertheless, I went to my boss and let him know that I was aware of this injustice. And not only was it unfair, but it was even then illegal. And I gave the company 24 hours to remedy the situation back to my start date. Now, he, you know, blustered and fumbled and mumbled about it being against company policy to talk about your wages. And I just left. And they did remedy that situation within the 24 hours. The money was in my bank account. And that was, you know, retroactive about eight months at that point. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. having to fight for my right to my entitlement to be treated fairly was a, a big shock to me, a big shock. And when I left that company, I discovered that they replaced me with two people because I was working that hard. You know, we've often heard women work twice as as hard for half as much. And uh, while I wasn't working for half as much, I definitely was putting in long hours and really striving to deliver excellence in my job performance. So that was a pretty early experience. I wasn't even 20 years old yet when that occurred. Well, let me stop you right there. For a 20-year-old or 19-year-old to actually go into her boss in a new job eight months into it and say, this isn't right, this is illegal, that took a lot of gumption, a lot of of courage. (laughs) Well, I... In looking back at it, I would agree with you, but I was quite indignant. And I, up till that point, had never been treated differently. I had never, it had not been given to me as a thought or a concept that I would be treated any differently. It was anything, anything I could put my mind to, I could do. And boys and girls, men and women were equal. So that was a big, big shock. Well, your worldview, if I can call it that, or philosophy at that time was that you do the work, you get paid the same as the next person who's also doing the work. And then to find out that that wasn't really the way the system worked. Yeah, I can see how that would be such a shock. Yeah, so we can say, well, maybe that's just at that company. Unfortunately, oh, no, 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 (laughs) this was not an isolated incident. So, you know, you have choices as you go through life. You can choose to be on the front line and do battle, or you can choose to carve your own path. Mm -hmm. And my choice was to opt out of that world and create my own. And very consistent with seeing a better way and bringing it to life. So pretty early in my, I, you know, I've had the same boss for almost 30 years. And I have to tell you, she's improved with time. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about, I really didn't even know what I didn't know. However, I was pretty clear on what was right and what was not right in the treatment of the, of men and women in the workplace. And in the, in the, you know, 
early days and, and even now, I often find myself the only woman in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. So at this stage of my life, and I'm circling back to how did the Acacia Institute come about, I'm looking at the world today some 40 years later. It's not that different. Not much has changed. No, no. Yes, we've made some progress, but we certainly haven't achieved gender parity. And, you know, International Women's Day theme this year is pledge parity. Hmm. Pledge parity. Okay. It's time for us to, to get serious about this. And as someone who has run a successful organization dealing with Fortune 500 companies for many years, I have experience that I'd like to share that will help other women to put themselves forward, to have the confidence to step into a leadership role. And I think the time is now. There are systemic barriers that have been brought down. You know, they, they, the legality of, um, you know, bias and prejudice and differential treatment. The laws are there. The policies are there. The leaders of organizations are saying that they are on board. Mm-hmm. But we are still not seeing the kind of progress that we'd like to see. Well, let me ask you something. Do you find um, a common pattern of women, how they respond to this lack of parity? You know, that's a great question because the research that's been done more recently certainly suggests that beyond what we call systemic barriers, there are internal obstacles that are resident on the X chromosome. Uh And it takes two X's to manifest them. And this has to do with women's core belief that we will be recognized and advanced on merit. That when you do a good job, people will see it and they will give you reward through more challenge and advancement. And I have to tell you that that's just not the way it works. Mm-hmm. And we have, I, I think it was Hewlett Packard that did a study where they took uh, men and women with identical qualifications, identical work experience, and they gave them a job posting. And the job posting was identical for both groups. And there were 10 criteria. So the male candidate went through the 10 criteria, checked off one, yep, two, three, four, five, six. I can do that job. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. The woman went through the same process up to six, not seven, not eight, not nine, not 10. And she said to herself, I'm not qualified. And even when the circumstances were such that she had nine of the 10, she still deemed herself not to be qualified. That is so fascinating. It is. And it's tragic because 
highly competent women are not putting themselves forward, are not bringing themselves to the attention of the decision makers, are not courageously taking the risk of even applying for these opportunities. So that is an, that is an obstacle that we need to address and the Acacia Institute is very focused on providing women with confidence, support, reassurance on that front, but further to give them the skills and abilities that they believe that they don't have, demonstrating to them that they've now acquired them by virtue of a pre and post course self-assessment, and then providing them with a community of other like-minded, like-talented women that can provide them with a sounding board, with peer mentorship, with um, opportunities to discuss their challenges and get feedback in a safe environment. Okay. Well, I have some questions. That, of course. That sounds so fascinating. But the one thing that kept running through my mind, Acacia Institute, the focus is to kind of shine a light on where women may be misperceiving their abilities. Is that one way to say it? That's one way, yes. And in doing that, there has to, to me, come about a feminine way of leadership. Mm-hmm. Do you see that as part of the Acacia Institute's mission as well, is to bring out this feminine leadership? Because women do lead differently than men, don't they? Oh, they absolutely do. We absolutely do. And certainly that belief about merit is a part of how we lead. Mm -hmm. We tend to be more on the, the lookout, more observant of a progress and performance perhaps than than men, but we too can be um, overtaken by someone who is a self-promoter who puts forward that they've accomplished, you know, these 17 things when actually they probably haven't done an excellent job at any of them. Mm-hmm. So we have the in the in the program we offer three levels. The first is the aspiring leaders level, where we teach women to lead themselves. You know, to be a self-leader, to be an excellent communicator, to, per- to understand their own personal power. And we teach them business essentials that they often have shied away from in their academic pursuit. Because if you don't understand how the money works, your ability to get to a leadership position will be compromised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the second level builds on that and teaches about team leadership. It's called emerging leaders. And now we need to incorporate our leadership talent into bringing a team together and having them perform at a high level and have everyone contributing their very best selves to the, to the endeavor. Right. Build on again, greater communication skills, higher level of, of um, competency in that, in that regard, building their personal power, building their network, identifying mentors. The, the business essentials kicks up another notch. And, of course, all of that comes together 
to bring the, the candidate to a higher state of readiness. And the third level is leading organizations. So that's the advancing leaders level. And you can see how, again, building on self-leadership, team leadership, now organizational leadership, takes it to the highest level, the level where women would find themselves in the C-suite, certainly in the boardroom, potentially on a board of directors, but definitely having the accountability, responsibility, and authority to lead an entire organization. That's amazing. So this is basically molding women leaders to go out and, and you know, change the world. Yes, and that, was, that is exactly what inspired us, the, the comment by the Dalai Lama that Western women will save the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Several years ago, that comment was made. And then we've been building on that, that, you know, the time is now. What are we waiting for? Why are we holding ourselves back? The world needs everybody's talent, skills, and abilities. Yes, they do. And women holding themselves back don't do any good for anyone. Exactly. Right. That I love that. So um, the program of the Acacia Institute, just very quickly, are there four pillars that kind of run through each of these programs and different levels of leadership? There are. And the first is communication. So communication strategies, communication styles, written communication, spoken communication, you know, public speaking, all of that is incorporated into our skill building. And, you know, know yourself, know how you come across, know what, how you prefer to interact with people is where we start with that and then build on it. The second pillar is personal power, and they are all interwoven and integrated. So your personal brand, your personal brand includes how you show up, the energy that you bring, how you dress, how you groom yourself, it, including how you speak and who you hang out with. It's all part of that personal power. The third pillar, business essentials, mm -hmm. provides the foundation of, you know, P&L, a profit and loss statement, cash flow, things that, you know, I know can sound like a big yawn for some people, and yet it, you just need to have a fundamental understanding of how this works so that you can be, bring your greatest contribution to the business world. Right. So that's pillar number three. And it includes how do you do research? How do you manage projects? As well as how do you manage money? And then the leadership pillar includes things like ethics. And it includes, you know, the concept of respect in the workplace. And how we bring teams together. How to be a strong self-leader. And in amongst all of that is woven, you know, business etiquette. How many of us have found ourselves at a business function 
a banquet or a conference and arrived at the table and we have, we have no bread and butter plate. Someone else already drank out of our water glass and who knows what happened to our napkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And or, or actually even we could be the offender if we're not sure which one belongs to us. So we've incorporated all of these foundational elements, things that will bring you to a position of self-appreciation, self-confidence, acknowledgement of your own competency, and the opportunity to practice, 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 and refine your skills so that you show up and step into your leadership spotlight the way you want to. Hmm. I love that because you're basically showing women they have the power to lead. They just may not realize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Well, these programs that you've been describing, are these online or are they in person? The aspiring leaders level is delivered through distance education. That includes online e-learning, webinars, a discussion forum, and some open kind of open mic or live stream conversations with your instructor and what we call the program ambassador. The the emerging leaders is a combination of distance e-learning with similar uh, elements to it. And there is an in-person requirement because we have that level work on a, a business case together. And then they will spend two days together presenting their business case and critiquing one another. The advancing leaders is a five-day off-site intensive retreat Mm. with some pre-work to be done. So there's prep work, there's material to to have ready, there's a speech to prepare. It's a very comprehensive program. We take the women out of their environment and put them off-site where they can absolutely focus on what we need to learn during those five days. And for our listeners, Anne, where would they find out more information either about you or the Acacia Institute? Well, our website is a great resource, and I will spell for you the, the URL. It's Acacia, A-C-A-C-I-A, Institute, I-N-S-T, I-T-U-T-E dot com. No spaces or underlines. My email is Anne, A-N-N-E dot minor, M-I-N-E-R at Acacia Institute dot com. And there you will find the, the various modules. We have some video on our website as well describing uh, what our vision is and how we are delivering our offering, how we're bringing the brilliance of the Acacia Institute to the market. And I would certainly welcome the opportunity to speak to anyone who wanted to talk with me directly. And I'll give you my personal toll-free number, 1-888-281-3074. And I'll repeat that. 888-281-3074. Well, that's how you can reach me from various directions. 
And I would certainly love to hear from anyone that wants to find out more or even just talk about your concept of leadership and how it's working in your world. Yes, thank you, Anne. That is so generous an offer to make to uh, the people listening, and I do hope people take advantage of that. I know I've spoken with Anne on several occasions just on various topics, and she has a depth of knowledge, wisdom, and insight that can be so useful to someone who may be struggling in a leadership position or who may not be able to understand why they don't have a leadership position. So I would urge everyone listening to uh, take Anne up on her offer. Thank you so much. And we're getting toward the end of the, the show. If you could give, if there's one takeaway, one thing that you want the audience to uh, keep in their brain as soon as this podcast is over, what would that be? I would say to one and all, when you see an opportunity to apply your own skills and abilities, to bring your own gifts to the world, for goodness sakes, don't hold yourself back. Be courageous. You can learn what you need to know on the journey. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much, Ann Miner. And she is the uh, founder and creator and head of the Acacia Institute. Thank you so much for being on the Heart Dancing Radio Show. My pleasure. And everyone, thank you for listening. Until next time, remember the mantra for heart dancing is to let love lead. When you let love lead, it always brings you back to your authenticity and to the place where everything is surrounded with love. Thank you and have a wonderful day. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, Heart dancing, it's the only way to live. 